735 here at JM in the AM. And uh, we have some guests in the studio, and we have a precedent being set because it's been a long-standing rule here at JM in the AM that the uh, the fill-ins, the subs for Nachum, do not interview anybody. It never happens. We just always do a morning uh, a music show, let everybody enjoy the music. It's a nice morning. And there are so many great causes that are spotlighted on JM and the AM all the time. And every now and then we switch gears and do an all-music show. So we are breaking a long-standing rule here at JM and the AM today, but only because of the esteem of, of, of Mr. Joel Glazer and the high esteem in which he is held here. Um, I, his students are smiling, but I'm serious about this. Mr. Glazer, you might want to just move the mic down a little bit closer to your mouth, and let's say good morning to everybody. Good morning to everybody. As uh, as a start, I'd like to thank Nachum well, Siegel for allowing us this period of time, and for you to be willing to do the interview. It's my pleasure. We should explain to everybody that you are a history teacher of long standing at the Brewer High School for Girls in, in Elizabeth, New Jersey. And the purpose of our conversation this morning is to tell everybody about a really remarkable project that you've been doing for many years at uh, at Bruria, uh that has taken on the, I guess, informal or maybe by now formal name of the Holocaust Museum. And it is it is a remarkable project. Could you give us a brief thumbnail sketch of what that is? Well, first I'd like to mention the impetus for the uh, for the museum. Uh, we, I've been fooling around with uh, ways to... You know, teach history for a long time, and especially to teach the uh, the period of World War II, the Holocaust, the creation of modern state of Israel. And uh, at the beginning of this uh, particular century, I took a trip with a group, the OU, to Israel. And we were the largest group at the time. Uh, they were having a lot of difficulty with uh, violence in the country. And as a result, we were invited, because we were a large group, group that summer, the largest group to go, to the Prime Minister's office to meet the Prime Minister of Israel. Mm -hmm. And um, I walked into the office, and it's quite an interesting little story. I walked into his office, and um, I never thought we'd meet him, so I started taking pictures. And by the time I was done taking pictures, people, everybody was seated. And the only thing left were two uh, very cushy leather seats at the table. Please don't tell me you sat in the Prime Minister's seat. Uh, next to him. Oh, okay. And I sat next to him. I thought for sure your next words were going to be, yes, I sat in the Prime Minister's seat. I think people might have detected a difference, but <laughs> I sat in the seat, and it was very comfortable, by the way. And we had a conversation. I was talking to the Prime Minister of Israel, and I asked him the question, how do you feel about the way the press treats Israel? And he said to me, look, we have a responsibility, those of us who live in Israel, protect the land of Israel, and your responsibility is to protect us. Which prime minister was speaking? Ariel Sharon. Wow. And uh, he said, anything you could do would be appreciated for the land of Israel. I know Nachum does a lot for the land of Israel. Well, he just came back. And I know, so did I. I was there also. Oh. Uh, I wasn't on the air because I was in... We were there at the same time? I, th I don't know. I was there in January. Uh, uh, uh. At any rate, uh, he said, you know, he would appreciate anything we could do. And somehow it began to germinate. I think people need to know the facts. You know, things like uh, Israel was not created in the minds of people in 1947 <laughs> right. or 1893 or in the 1920s. It's been around for thousands of years. 
In addition to that, I think people are not familiar with the uh, developments that led to the modern state of Israel. Consequently, uh, somehow it evolved that we would put together a museum from scratch every year. The museum would take us from uh, the Balfour Declaration mm -hmm. to the modern state of Israel. And in between, we'd cover World War II, the Shoah, the aftermath. Right on the money. Wait, wait a second. Hold on. So in that case, it's even more important that we introduce the other people who are here. Because if they could pull together a museum in two weeks, the least we could do is say hello to them. And so, we, I should tell you, there's a structure. We have two yeah. curators. One is a curator for the overall museum. Mm -hmm. One is a curator for something we introduced this year uh, in memory of those who started the JEC in Berea. Hmm. And we also have uh, a young lady who is in charge of a program called 1.5 that we began last year in memory of the 1.5 children killed during the Holocaust. So why don't we introduce everybody? First of all, we'll, we'll let them introduce ourselves. Ladies, uh, going from, let's say, from my right to your left, you first, why don't you step up to the mic and say hi and tell us your name, where you're from, and your role in this museum. Hi, my name is Rivka Hirsch. I'm from Passaic. And I'm the curator for the new museum this year. And what we tried to do is explain mm -hmm. the history of Rav Pinchas Mordechai Taitz, the founder of the JC. Right. And Mrs. Newman, who was the STEAM principal for Mrs. Newman, the sure. time mm -hmm. of our school. And we wanted to really like show the school and all the girls in and now that we go to Bury every day. And like we think of it as like, oh, modern school. But really it has a very long legacy. And it's a very esteemed school. And it has a, a really long history. We wanted to... Like explain and show the show the girls that we are carrying on the Masora and the legacy of the Tights family and of Mrs. Newman and and to really show how our Berea school came back. Very nice, and we're going to come back to that. I want to hear more about that. Our next guest, please. Hi, um, I'm Alana Markowitz. I'm from Bergenfield, New Jersey. And Bergenfield, hello. Um, so I'm in charge of the 1.5 Tzedakah Project, mm -hmm. which is basically in memory of the 1.5 million children who were killed in the Holocaust. Mm -hmm. And the goal is to raise 1.5 million pennies, which is $15,000. And the money is going to three different places. One is Krib Efra, which is an organization in Israel that um, supplies money to women who are thinking about having an abortion mm -hmm. so that they have enough money to have the baby and support it instead of having an abortion. And the other organization is Beit al-Zraki, which is a, um, a home in Israel that takes in underprivileged children or right. children who come from a bad home or bad experiences, and they help them become independent adults to continue on in the world. And the other part of the money goes to the JEC scholarship program. Very nice. Okay, and our third guest, please. Um, hello, I'm Ariella Chomsky, and I also live in Passaic, and I'm the curator for the overall Holocaust Museum. Very nice. Um, the, so you really are the person, Ariella, who pulled this whole thing together in two weeks? Um, I mean, I, I assume Mr. Glazer was just standing on the sidelines. <laughs> uh, Mr. Glazer did offer advice from time to time, but I mean, I also have lovely staff who helped me along the way. Ariella, move a little closer to the microphone, please. Mm -hmm. I'm sorry. Uh, so you were saying? Uh, yeah. Um, yes, I'm in, I'm in control of the whole museum, and Mr. Glazer did offer advice, and I also have a great staff who helped me. Okay, thank you. So it sounds like you did an awful lot of work, all of you, in just a very short amount of time. Um, 
Mr. Glazer, I, I know that you have uh, done this many times, but uh, obviously for, for your staff here, this was all new. Um, how do you go about laying the groundwork for them to just go and do this in a couple of weeks? Well, what's interesting is the sophomores walk through mm-hmm. and the freshmen walk through. So they anticipate what's coming uh, the following year. Ah, so you ladies are juniors? Something they're going to be doing. So it's not like I have to really explain it to them. They know it. They see it. And an interesting point is that every year it's different because we start from scratch. For example, this year we have some outstanding projects that we never had before. We have a girl who did a, a portrait of Anne Frank using the words from her diary to make the portrait. Like micro micrography, is that what it's called? I'm not sure. I'm really not. Uh, okay. You've seen that Judaica stuff with yeah. like Shira Shirim and yeah, all that but stuff. but I don't know because you can make things yeah. up occasionally, so I don't <laughs> know if you're doing it now. I'm really not. <laughs> okay. I'm really not. So let me ask uh, Ariella first. If you could tell us what are the highlights of the museum this year? Um, well, definitely we have a lot of great projects this year. Like Mr. Glaser mentioned, the Anne Frank portrait. Right. And also one girl made um, a model of a death march with like tiny wire people and she spent over an hour on each figure so wow definitely that um and also uh, there was like a model crematorium built as well um and there's like water vapor coming out of the smokestacks so that sounds very very intense actually is this is this open to the public on any level uh yes it is how how's that um, well, I'm, if you call the school, you can schedule a tour, and we'll also be giving tours from time to time. Okay, so is it open to the community? Yeah. Okay, and, but they have to do the same. People in Elizabeth and, and mm-hmm. Hillside, they have to do right. the same thing. They have to call the school and set up a tour? Yeah. Unless, of course, they have a student in the school, in which <laughs> case they can just kind of waltz in at their leisure, I uh-huh. suppose. Um, okay, uh, let's turn to, uh, to uh, Ilana Markowitz from Bergenfield, right? Yeah. Got that. And you're in charge of the 1.5 million pennies project. You were you were saying that you're going to raise $15,000 for three causes. What are you doing to do to, to accomplish that? Um, so we actually have a part in the museum at the end of the museum that's like dedicated to 1.5. So there's a table with a ton of pictures of kids that start like pictures of kids from the Holocaust through the mm-hmm. Holocaust after the Holocaust in Israel up until today. Kids all over the world learning, playing, eating, everything. And there's actually a basket that last year, I believe, Tolly Weisinger made. And she glued down pennies, like the entire basket is covered in pennies. And it's on the table, and people can fill it up as they please. And we count the money. And we are also in the process of setting up a website. It's not up yet, but it's in the process. Mm-hmm. So hopefully we'll get that up soon that so people can donate online. Um, if anyone wants to send in rolls of pennies or coins or anything, really, we're taking the focus is on the pennies because the 1.5 million pennies. Right. But we'll take any type of coins, bills, checks. Any currency. Any currency. Um, so if anyone wants to mail in pennies, they can mail it into Peria. Um, if that's that's expensive. I don't know yeah. if anybody's going to be doing that, but they might <laughs> send a check. Right. You could send the check. Um, or if you want to drop it off in like any of the communities in New Jersey where mm-hmm. you know kids from Burrio go, right. you can contact the school and we would tell you where to drop oh, it that's off. That's cool. So people can bring it in. Um, so yeah. We H- how, do, how do people contact the school? Um, I so just 
Does anybody know the phone number? Yeah, 908 Very good. Our Thank guests... Our guests are, to recap, Mr. Joel Glazer. He's a longtime history teacher at the Brewer High School for Girls in Elizabeth, New Jersey. His students, Ariella Chomsky, Alana Markowitz, and, and uh, Rivka Hirsch are here. And they are discussing the Holocaust Museum. It's an intensive and extensive uh, historical survey project that uh, Mr. Glazer conducts every year in the school. And it really, I've walked through it a bunch of times, not this year, but in the past, and it is a, uh, a really a remarkable piece of work. And now I've been stunned to find out that all of this work is done in only two weeks, which is simply amazing to me. Um, Rivka Hirsch, uh, could you tell us a little bit more about the JEC Breweria Museum project that you're working on, that you're leading? I assume you each of you have committees and other people who are working yeah, with you. Yeah, I have a I have a staff of four girls who so, really helped me put this together. Wh- why don't you be the first to to credit to thank your staff publicly, if you don't mind? If okay, you could, um, don't forget anybody. Thank but. you, Tamir Jaffe, Rifki Alberger, Rifki Tarabello, and Ariel Adler. Thanks so much. Um, so what we tried to do is we sort of split the, this part of the museum into two sections. Mm-hmm. One about Rifkinos Mordechai Taitz's life and history, and the other half is about like Berea throughout the decades so we've, we have a timeline like detailing Riv Tights' incredible accomplishments because not only did he found the JC but he was also the chief rabbi of Elizabeth mm-hmm. and he helped the Soviet Jewry and like a lot of other amazing things he did for American Jewry so we focus on that and we have like specific exhibits um, around like the different things he did and then we also show how Berea went from like a really small school to the like um, incredible like we have almost 90 girls in my grade today so it's it really grew over the right. past like 50 so years that it's been open and we also focus on mrs newman and her incredible um accomplishments with regards to Berea. and yeah and we also wanted to the goal is really to have the girls in Berea have hakar satov for the tights family and all the founders of the school and the administration and everyone who worked so hard throughout the years to make Berea the place that it is today whose idea was this mr glazer Whose idea is what? Was the uh, J.E.C. Bria portion of this project? Mine. Okay. <laughs> it's a wonderful idea. Okay. Well, I'm telling the truth. I mean, that's what it is. Rivka, could you tell us what is the most amazing... You're from Passaic, right? So yeah. you're you're not... You didn't grow up in Elizabeth. You just happened to go to school there for the last couple of years. Did you, you, did you go to the J.E.C. also? No. Okay. So you're a relative newcomer to Elizabeth. Yeah. I think... I'm pretty sure, based on experience, you have to be in Elizabeth for at least 35 years to be considered a regular. I'm kidding. <laughs> um, what is the most amazing... The single... If I, give me one thing. What's the most amazing thing you've learned about the uh, history of the community? I think that it's it's really that the community of Elizabeth is a very unique community mm-hmm. in that it's it, it was started in like 1881 and then when Rabbi Tights came he really took it from a small Jewish community with like uh, like one Orthodox show or two Orthodox shows and he made it into this like huge not only is it like a, a big Jewish community today but it also is one of the it houses one of the foremost Jewish education centers in America where the gir- where girls and boys grow up with world class education and also a strong Torah background. So I think that coming into that school I already I knew about the great education but I didn't realize the legacy that was behind it and the Mesorah. So I think that was really incredible to learn. Okay. Uh Ariella, you're the curator of the entire museum. Uh, obviously, this is, an, is a learning experience. That's what it's intended to be for you and all of your classmates. Um, so first, and before you start my, before you answer my question, you can just please thank your 
team uh, to make sure that they get the proper credit. But if you could tell me, what is something that you've learned as you've been through this that is really just the thing, something that's just going to stick with you, that's really mind-boggling to you? Okay, so first I'd like to thank uh, Nechama Novik, Ashira Pollock, Jennifer Burko, Michal Berger, and of course the lovely Nishama Fournier. And I'm not lovely. Sorry, Jewish <laughs> comedy album. <laughs> anyway, Mr. Um, Glazer gets it. Well, the foremost thing I've learned from this whole experience, I mean, I've learned about the Holocaust before, mm -hmm. but like having to like face it and build it and build something to teach other people about it has made it really personal for me. And one of the things that like I couldn't understand, like how people could do such a thing, but also at the Nuremberg trials, how most of them denied it. And that was just so striking to me. And yeah. Is that reflected in your exhibit? Um, I'd like to think so. Is there is there a particular point in the exhibit that is the mo that the the most work went into that is the most wow? Uh, I think it's equally just distributed across the museum. Diplomatically stated. <laughs> uh, <laughs> and uh, Ilana Markowitz, uh, if you could thank your committee, please. Um, yeah. So thank you so much to Bina Davidson, Ashley Elizada, Atara Goldstein, and Sapir Kent. Um, they're my assigned staff, but mm -hmm. also a huge thank you goes out to Rachel Kosen, Rachel e. Goldstein, Ariel Wenig, and Shira Hershowitz. They helped me set up um, the exhibit in the museum. And also a huge shout out to, I can't list all of them, there's so many people mm -hmm. who helped count all the coins. Oh, there are wow. a lot of them. There are really a lot, and there's still more, and there's still more, hopefully, that are going to come in. Mr. Glazer, they don't have a, a, a change counting machine at the JEC? I was hoping you'd uh, contribute a, uh, <laughs> that's, a machine. That's uh, unlikely. That's not going to happen. No, I'm afraid not. <laughs> okay. Um, so, Mr. Glazer, as as this project has evolved over the years, as you've seen class after class take this original vision of yours and implement it in their own way, put their own stamp on it, how has it evolved for you? How do you has, has how you present it changed year to year? Basically not, because the as I said before, the students who are sophomores and freshmen already think about things they're going to do for the museum. They, really? I, I hear them saying it in awe. Wait till I get to do this museum. I mean, some of the things that have occurred every year mm -hmm. are so unique. I mean, this year the the wired people, the uh, and Frank. Last year we had uh, a beautiful. Uh, a portrait of twins, uh, actually a panorama of, of Joseph Mengele's twins. It was designed by a girl who was a twin. Oh, and wow. Interspersed in it was a picture of her and her sister Whoa. in with Mengele's twins. It was extremely powerful. And when mm -hmm. the girls walked by, it was dead silence when they looked at it. One year we had a girl who took broken glass and made a picture of a girl with a tear coming down, it's called Holoc uh, it was called Kristallnacht. Wow. These things happen every year, and that's why it's new every year, and they never cease to amaze me. People talk about teachers burning out. I don't feel that way because every year is new, and every year is exciting, and every day I come to class, right. there's an excitement. I've been doing this for over 50 years. I was going to say, now that you're almost 50, no. That was a joke, right? <laughs> uh, 
I miss you, you know? Ever since we moved, I miss schmoozing with you. This is fun for me. Oh, this is this so. is good. Just call me once in a while and we'll talk. <laughs> it it really it really is an amazing project. And like I said, I've seen it a number of times and I, I, I haven't seen everything that you uh you know that you're talking about i haven't seen all the nuances and how it's developed but it, it really is powerful the truth is that anybody who uh wants to pick up the phone and call the school and set up an opportunity to see this thing it is worthwhile how long is it going to be set up uh, just one thing before i forget mm-hmm. i want to thank sue rifkin for driving us here sue i don't know if you know I, is the coach of a, I, an I, award-winning team of girls who are very exciting uh, absolutely to watch and uh, she's here and i didn't want to forget uh, mentioning her now, what was your question again? My question was, uh, how long is this going to be set up? For what? How long will people have an opportunity we, to see it? Well, we hope to have it up this week for sure. Mm-hmm. We're having tours this week and possibly a part of next week. But the idea is we don't want it to be permanent except the one with uh, the Prail Tights Newman segment. Is We're that going to become permanent? We hope to make something permanent. Hopefully it will spread to the boys' school too. And we'll have... Yeah, you know, really nice exhibit that's mm-hmm. permanent in the school, so they know the legacy of the school. I don't, I don't know if that answers your question. No, absolutely. So what, what you're saying to me then is, Rifka, this this could turn turn into a paying job for you after high school. <laughs> you could be become awesome. the curator of a real museum. That'd be really cool. <laughs> have Have any of you guys? Uh, By the way, they're yeah. not salaried now. Yes, I uh, <laughs> I am aware. Uh, the opposite, actually. <laughs> I didn't say that. I didn't say that. <laughs> Uh, Have any of you uh, had any experiences, uh, not specifically related to your subject matter, but in terms of putting together an exhibit, what have you learned from this? Anything that that you're taking away from this that you'll take into your future education, your future life? Um, well, for me at least, I've learned uh, how to like organize people, mm-hmm. and that most people don't do what you tell them to do, and you have to chase them down and tell them to do it again. Well, as you'll see later in life, uh, salary does have an impact on uh, that. Okay. So uh, okay, well that's that's wonderful. Um, any any parting words? Any other thoughts, Mr. Glazer, that you like I to share? I think you did a great job. Oh, well, thank I you. Really, I really. I didn't know I was it. being graded. Also, there's a future for you here. Excellent. I'm telling Excellent. you. Excellent. I have to tell you, uh, this is an opportunity for me to say this publicly without violating violating anybody's privacy, Mr. Glazer. I just want everybody to know what an amazing teacher you are and how you reached out, how you reach out and extend yourself to students when when it is important to do so and really go above and beyond. So uh, just an opportunity for me to say that publicly. Oh, thank you so much. I mean, I like to feel that any one of these students could be my daughter, and I have three daughters, and I have taught my three daughters at Bruria. So, uh, and, and two... Therapy has two worked all that out? Um, was that a joke again? <laughs> <laughs> You're a funny guy. Wow, coming from you... <laughs> Anyway, so it, really, I, I really did just want to say that, and I, I want to thank you all for coming in. And uh, this is this is a worthwhile thing to see. I assume there will be uh, I assume there'll be pictures on social media from the JC of this project. We hope have pictures of today. Oh yeah, but this is project too. Well, this isn't very interesting. Standing in a radio studio, shooting the breeze, you it know. Sure, it sure is interesting. You did a great job. Like I said, thank you. So, again. when can I, I expect my written week, grade? We'll, we'll do it again. <laughs> <laughs> thank you very much. Thank you to everybody who's here today. Rifka Hirsch of Passaic. She is the uh, the curator of the JEC Bruria portion of the exhibit. 
Thank you to Ilana Markowitz of Bergenfield. She is curating the 1.5 million pennies portion of this, right? And Arielle Chomsky of Passaic also. And she is the overall curator. Thank you to Coach Rifkin, who uh, was the uh, the wheels today, my former neighbor. And uh, Mr. Joel Glazer, history teacher extraordinaire at the J- at the Bruya High School for Girls in Elizabeth. Thank you all very much. And thank you, too. It was my pleasure. It is a Tuesday morning here at JM in the AM. We are tu- You are tuned to America's one and only Jewish Moments in the Morning radio program. Heard on listener-sponsored WFMU East Orange, WMFU Mount Hope, around uh, 91.9 on the FM dial in Rockland County, and around the world on the web, jmintheam.org.